0: morning everyone it's you today I'll be listening to mad love we are already in may may 6th i think is the date and time stands still for nobody so hopefully you are not feeling overwhelmed hopefully you're excited about your life and doing things that make you happy uh one of my friends just packed up her car moved to atlanta this weekend we wish her well on her journey You know, sometimes you just got to take chances and do things differently. The more you stay the same, the more your life stays the same. So if you're complaining and unhappy, guess what? It's going to stay something that makes you complain and be unhappy. So you got to take risks and chances and you never know how things are going to turn out. Sometimes we assume it's going to be for the worst, but a lot of times it's not. (laughs) A lot of times it's just different than what we expected. That makes us uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean it's bad or not good for us. So take some chances, you know, I'm passionate about that. I don't, I, I feel like I can tell when people are passionate about something because they talk about it all the time and they don't need notes and they they, they just rattle it off. I I feel like this is something I rattle off all the time. So if it sounds repetitive, it's only because I'm passionate about it. And, you know, you got to get out here and, and do things differently if you're unhappy You know, people just become addicted to complaining. So stop complaining and get out here and change your life. You can do that. You have the power to do that. You just have to be courageous enough to do it. And a lot of people aren't, you know, and I get it. We have a hardwired primitive brain that taking a chance may lead to your instant death. You know, (laughs) excuse me. There was a time in history where you could round a, a new corner and there was something waiting to make you dinner. I get it. But, you know, most of the time, there's nothing there now, (laughs) unless you live in St. Louis. (laughs) That's not funny. We have a bad crime problem here. And uh, I think it's really hampering the city. But in my opinion, uh, the problem is not the crime. The problem is the way we've designed our metropolitan area, because it has created a a bunch of criminals and we know how that happens because the school systems are terrible and there are no jobs here so middle class people upper middle class people have packed up and left long a long long time ago and they're not going to return so you have the ultra wealthy old St. Louis money people here a few people who work uh here at the city at the companies that remain in the city uh like Wash U and St. Louis U and uh, the county houses, a lot of employees, um, you know, these bigger institutions. So there's government, but things that have left and and left a vacuum of jobs and, uh, financial security, they're gone. And so when you have no middle class, uh, you either have the haves or the have nots. And we got a lot of have nots and these have nots do not like to take an L baby. They will shoot you you don't think you can just flip somebody off in traffic like you used to in the 70s and 80s or if you think you could just beat somebody up and they're gonna not come back and shoot you that's just not how it goes down these days people do not take an l so you know that that's the perfect storm and so i'm not making light of the crime i get why we have the crime back to the main message which is if you're passionate about something and you're upset about your life Be brave, be bold, make changes, get out there and do it. You don't have forever. You know, I have a lot of buddies at work. They're in their 30s. I call them young ladies and that cracks them up. Like, you sound like some old person. And I'm like, yeah, but y'all ain't girls, you know? So nobody told me when I was 36, hey, you ain't no girl no more. You know what I mean? You feel girlish, but you ain't. (laughs) And soon your body will tell you. You know, you're gonna look at your body and be like, whose body is this? <laughs> and, uh, you know, but you're not a girl, you you a young woman, you a young lady. And uh, one day you're gonna be an old lady. So if you're blessed, so, you know, it's like, I keep telling like, what are you all waiting for? You know, I'm just trying to save you that 15 years. Because when I was your age, I kept thinking, oh, this is going to come together. Oh, this is going to come together. Things come together, but you got to rise up to meet it. You know, you got to do something to make things come together. You can't just be sitting there waiting for something to happen, you know? And, uh, it's actually fun. It's like a social experiment being friends with people who, who are at that ripe prime age, you know, where women, uh, yeah, where young women become, you know, grown women and, men react to a woman differently over 40 now let's be clear you still get the looks and you still get the cat calls but it's definitely different it's definitely different there's a point when you cross over where uh they look at you differently you know uh you ain't <laughs> you're not going to get the same level of attention and depending on the type of woman that you are it's easier than for others to handle that um So some women don't take that well. Some women think their currency is their looks. So it's really hard for them when, you know, they start getting their first mams. And, um, you know, the young guy at the restaurant ain't hitting on you. He's just really trying to take your order. (laughs) Some women cannot handle that. Um, So it's really interesting. I, I think being a woman in America in 2019 is fascinating. But also being able to look back at younger women. And and feel like I can coach them up a little bit You know, maybe that's why I'm here I don't know, I enjoy it I loved my 40s Love, love, love It wasn't because they were easy But it's just your attitude clicks too And maybe that's why men look at you differently Because <laughs> it's like I don't care what you think <laughs> I got bigger problems I got bigger fish to fry So yeah, it's just fun It's very liberating you know, uh, you're still young to, uh, to live a great life, but you're old enough to not give a damn what anybody thinks. Uh, somebody told me that on my 40th birthday and damn it, she was right. <laughs> it was great. Um, so anyway, if you have a dream, go for it. If you're passionate about something, go for it. You know, laziness will not serve you. It may get you to the first step. You can... Probably fake it till you make it a little bit, but eventually the truth comes out. And if you're a lazy person, you're not a hard worker, if you don't have goals, if you're not passionate, all that stuff, people will figure it out. And what cracks me up is everybody thinks they're so covert, you know, like I'm making these moves and nobody can tell. Well, if you're making moves and no one can tell, guess what? You're not really making moves. So if you're making moves and people can see what you're doing, and you think you that people can't, that's one issue. But if you're making real moves, people can tell what you're doing. I just, God, I don't get it. Just let's get out here and be our best selves and make our words match our actions. And be legit. I mean, I was watching Game of Thrones last night, which is an amazing show, you guys. I can't even express to you how fantastic it is to have the show. Like, it brings me to tears Because I studied film. I'm a film major. I went to school to study this topic. And when I was in school, you couldn't have even made this show. It wouldn't have even been possible. The technology that goes into it, the care and the craft and the storytelling. I mean, like, this is amazing stuff. And there was a scene um, where they have to decide who they believe would make the better a leader, you know, and one of the characters just says, I believe in this person. And I was thinking, what makes us believe in a person? Like what makes us look at a human being and be like, I believe that individual can lead us and take us where we need to go. Whether it's Barack Obama or Donald Trump or anybody in any kind of leadership role, what makes people look at a person and feel like okay I made the right choice and when can you pull back and be like well I might have made a mistake that might not have been the right choice and are people mature enough emotionally to be like yeah I messed up <laughs> I don't know it's fascinating it's just the way he delivered the line like I really believe in this person it's like wow really why what makes us believe in people so anyway Game of Thrones is epic and amazing and I'm not a person that judges other people for not watching it and I get that there are people who judge me because I watch it but you know I don't care it's the it's I craft a little bit of time out of my week so I can finish with this series and I love it I think it's great um I also am trying to watch Billions I'm way behind on that for this season but you know it's a good show um yeah, it's, a, it's an epic time to be alive for entertainment on TV and film screens. It's amazing. Um, and it's a win for us. And I wish people would stop complaining about the little nitpicky, nitpicky things they don't like and just fall in love with the, the plethora of good ass entertainment we have out here now. You know, anyway, I digress. Follow your dreams, follow your passion, be strong, stay focused. Don't be lazy. That's not a good look and it is not sustainable. If you want a great life, you will work hard. And all these people who say, I ain't finna work all hard. or I'm People who start a lot of sentences with this is what I'm not going to do. They're not going anywhere. Get away from them. Don't be moved by them. Go away. Send them somewhere else because you got work to do. So get after it. Happy Monday. So we get questions through email, through Twitter, through wherever. And uh, one of the questions that came in for the Culper Manifest was, uh, what's the deal with the song Calvin Harris? Well, the song Calvin Harris, there's also a blog post about this. If you're interested, it's on our Facebook page, the Culper Manifest, but also it's on the theculpermanifest.com, the blog, which is called Manifest Nation. Check it out. Subscribe. Um, I'm really getting them to start talking and putting content up. Um, you won't see or hear from them because they're, they're just not going to do that. Obviously, after four years, what? no, five years, I can't get any of my employees <laughs> to be more social, <laughs> but they will at least answer questions that I ask them. So although I already knew the answer, basically, the Calvin Harris track is a, what we call a respect record. So you'll notice that there are a few titles on uh uh certainly on summer uh from last year that are titled uh after famous people. There's Jennifer Lopez, there's Calvin Harris. Uh the next record coming out will have a track I think called Beyoncé Giselle. Um these are what we call respect records. When we finish them uh, or somebody played a track for somebody, we immediately had a thought of a person. We had a conversation and then we named the song after that person. Well, Calvin Harris, um, is, is similar. Cause when we finished the track, um, and we decided we were going to put a vocal on it, the vocal is where, where, where Calvin at. <laughs> and basically what that means is we were aware that Calvin Harris is, that's not his real name. It's like Adam Wiles. He's from Scotland or somewhere. And so he. it was clear he wanted to invoke a black person by naming him a black American because uh, he's not even from America. And he wanted to make people think he might be black uh, or racially ambiguous, as he put it. And so he named himself Calvin Harris and it stuck. Well, and of course, the first time most of us saw Calvin Harris, um, I was like, man, he does not look like a Calvin. Harris." Calvin Harris makes you think of a... A black DJ from Chicago. And so I did not have that sensation and none of us did when we saw the real Galvin Harris. But we're fans. We did not hold that against him. There's you know, there's nothing wrong with marketing to who you believe that your audience is. Um, and if he thought being black would give him an advantage, okay. I'm good with it. So anyway, that's why the uh, chorus is where Calvin at. And then, you know, it's just an tempo dance track. And it made us all think of Calvin Harris and, and uh, out of respect for him and his work. That's what we came up with. But the vocal is where Calvin at because I felt like the first time, you know, somebody walked into a DJ set and that guy appeared. Everybody was like, okay, well, where Calvin at? Because that dude is obviously not Calvin Harris. (laughs) So there's some insight there.